I mean, I, well, I can't just whine into the void. I got to whine into the show. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 331. These are your hosts, Randy and Jason. I'm the Jason. He's Randy. I don't know why I said these are the, your hosts. These. These, these are, are they. Your... <laughs> oh, boy. No, we're not doing that. They're them. Um, Me is he. Well, it's interesting since you bring it up. Um, my, my daughter has a friend who's there, which I think I mentioned. But now... She was getting, not upset, but she was calling attention to it because, like, half of their class, and this is a fourth grade class, half of their, there's just a Spanish immersion class, her words, are trying to go by they and them now. Oh. Are trying to change their names and go by different <laughs> pronouns and this kind of thing. And, you know, I looked right at her and I said, here's the thing, Molly daughter of mine <laughs> that is statistically Wait, whoa, Im- whoa 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 are you sure right already yeah well we talked about that as well i said you know what it's it's just it's a little early you can be whoever you want to be sh- shouldn't jest but okay well go on so I, I told her i was trying to be truthful i said you, you, you can be whoever you want to be it just feels like it's a little bit early for it to matter all that much if you feel like you're someone else you know let us know but and she was a little confused on the subject too because well, one of her... How uh, much of this is uh, you projecting on them? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a good question. <laughs> That's what it you always question. get me with. I, it's true, right? Yes. And the, the reality of it is, if I was, I probably wouldn't know it. But And in the reverse, though, how much of these kids deciding that they wanted to be a they is their parents projecting on them? Oh, no. You this know what I mean? Some sort of snake eats the tail thing or some sort of like well i hate i i don't it's this is one of these things where i want to be supportive and i totally will be okay but i as you were saying the school is a little being a little bit overcorrecting on this issue by now forcing kids to choose uh in like kindergarten you know i mean (laughs) just i think maybe well okay go on what i mean it wasn't kindergarten it was ninth grade and ninth grade sure yeah but are they doing it in other grades as well are they? No, they're not doing it in the high school. Well, they were doing some sort of something. I don't know in the high school level, but it wasn't quite the same. Like it wasn't. They didn't have to broadcast it. Ninth grade is the high school. I'm sorry, seventh grade. They're, in see. ninth grade, they don't. They're not like required to. All right, I wasn't ready for the show to go here this fast. Um, All right, fine. No, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. In ninth grade, they're not required for. Uh, them to put it on like a thing and they weren't technically in seventh grade although they were encouraged to the first day and blah, blah, yeah see. yeah okay so yeah so the school has decided that ninth grade is the cutoff <laughs> and I that don't. is when they must commit well to a set of, they, these, but anyway yeah, that's where, of, I, where was i starting with I this you asked me about <laughs> something my well my daughter was asking questions she's like yeah it's kind of a joke now because there's so many kids that are, and I did. We talked about it a little. I said some of them maybe it's legit, and you kind of have to support all of them just in case, right? But is, is this real? Do you think it's really true? Like half the class is now no. Okay. 
No, that, that's I look like I said to her that is statistically improbable. <laughs> but Im- you didn't say impossible. It's not impossible. It's improbable. Okay. Nothing's there's a lot of things that are not impossible. Mike, I guess yeah. Yeah. All right. In fact, when someone says it's statistically impossible, that doesn't make any sense cuz statistics usually make almost anything possible just it's statistically improbable. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh sure. Yeah. Like statistically a moose could jump through this window and <laughs> kill me. <laughs> Let that happen it's except not, for the kill part. It's not probable. I want to see that. <laughs> Mm. but it's possible i am on the second floor as well so so you were aware that like this is a concern for some of the people who think that like normalizing these behaviors is uh or we're over normalizing these sort of behaviors or i shouldn't even say these behaviors but i'm taking a bigger like uh, yeah, but we do this with everything. Yes. Everything that didn't used to exist and now does mm-hmm. is a change that isn't welcome until it's been here long enough that it is. But you can reverse time yeah. and look at history and undo things and pretend like, look at us, we live in the Victorian area, and then move on to the next phase and be like, these people are loonies, you know, introducing tieable shoes or something, <laughs> whatever. Just tieable shoes. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever the next crazy phase of like, because, you know, men used to dress like women and what, and vice versa, but we don't call it that what? now. What? Men used to wear all kinds of flowery, frilly things. Oh, 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 okay. And we would, these days, we'd look at them and say they look like women, but they, those dandy. Days, they you look like, like a dandy. <laughs> they look like, they, they, those were men, right? Back then, that was, that was when a man was a man. I don't know. Were they? Because I... that was the style at the time. You see? Or were they? It just wasn't normalized behavior yet, so they were repressed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was normalized. <laughs> and then we normalized something else, and then we look at history and be like, I mean, these guys are weird. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I guess. It just doesn't seem that... Uh, my explanation was... The age at which uh, their gender stuff right. sort of doesn't... doesn't Part work. of it... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I, well, I'm, I don't think – my daughter did not fully uh, grasp the idea of sex and gender. Right. I, I was like, well, some people don't – they just don't feel like they match their – I see I get it confused, whichever one. Let's just say they don't match their genitals. <laughs> they don't feel like they belong. They don't go together with them. So she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't know. In their head, they just – if they're a girl on the outside, they feel like a boy on the inside. She's like – but they're a girl. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> she uh, even said that she said this to me. Out of the mouth she's of like, babes? Yeah, she's like, but they are a girl. I'm like, I get it on the outside, and I can't tell you what it feels like <laughs> because I can't speak for anyone else. Right. But it's clear that they, when they do boy things, they are happier. And sometimes when a boy does girl things, uh, they are, yeah, yeah. they're happier. All right. Uh, why and then of course now you can turn it all the way around and be like, well, why are you labeling things as boy things and girl things? That's what's super bonkers to me in general, right? Is we fight to merge like toy aisles to be like these need to be gender neutral, right? We don't need to we don't need to put G- Joe's in the boy aisle and Barbie in the girl aisle. Like they either can play with either. That's fine. It's like okay, I'm all on board with that. Fine, put them I, in an aisle that's, called toys. That's fine with me too. But if uh, this is where I, in fact, Lego came out today and said they were going to stop. Uh, Oh, I don't the know. Lego I just saw a headline, but 
when the, in 20 years ago, I think maybe 15 years ago when Lego was struggling, they realized that like 80% of their market was boys, right? And so they started yeah. saying, okay, well, let's make things that are appealing, more appealing to boys. Like, so they leaned into it and then they recovered. Lego wasn't doing so well and then they bounced back and then they were able to create the Lego friends line and da 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 da. So by leaning into the gender stuff, they were more successful. Now, when, when they're going to back out, I'm interested to see how this goes. I think it's, I know there are exceptions and I know there are plenty of girls who would rather play with guns and still be girls than boys who would rather play with dolls and still be boys. And I'm fine with all that, but I think when we start to blur these lines or erase these lines, and I think we're doing a disservice because we're not acknowledging the reality of the situation is that when a boy sees a stick, they see a gun and they're like, boom, boom, I'm going to kill you. And no, this is what, that's not true. I'm, it's not not true, though. Like a lot well, of boys. But it's conditioned. I don't I think mean, they no. would know guns. See, I disagree with you completely. Like, okay, fine. It doesn't have to be a gun. It has to well, be. Let me, I thought, what I thought you were going to say was when a boy sees a stick, they, yeah. they pick it up and start hitting stuff. Yeah, with fine. It. They make it true. into a weapon, right? It becomes make, a weapon, right? <laughs> they, they start hitting whatever's closest <laughs> to it. Yes, them. maybe not a gun, but like, yes, it becomes a sword or a club yeah. or something. It's like right. I, and I don't I don't think at three years old they've been conditioned to start hunting and killing stuff to provide for the community or whatever. I well I think there's the point of my here. story. Yeah. Go I on. had a conclusion, which was I think this is what I said to my daughter as well. I said, you know what? I thought of this on the spot. I'm like, now that I'm thinking about this. Nobody likes their own name. Every kid hates their own name or did at some point. And my wife walks by. She's like, yeah, I hate my name. I'm like, okay. <laughs> my wife's name is Julie. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, my name's Randolph. Like, that's ridiculous. What kind of mean parents would name their kids Randolph? Like, how am I supposed to live with that for the rest of my life? Everybody laughs. Randolph, the red-nosed reindeer. You know, just nonsense all the time. So I think... Maybe a, some portion of this is kids that, that were given the freedom to decide that they could they could give themselves a new name and just went rolled with it, you know? Like, hey, wait, you mean I can just be whoever I want? Sweet. And I, you know, I'm just going to pick a new thing out of a magazine. Like, that name looks sweet. I'm going to be Max Power, right? I got it off a hair dryer. Nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot to turn off the dehumidifier. You're going to be complaining what? about it Oh, Jiminy. Hang on. <laughs> Fine. So, I don't want to be dismissive. I'm not saying that they's are not they's and some boys are not girls and girls boys and that's it. I'm just saying half the class is statistically improbable and maybe they got a taste of uh, being all-inclusive and they're just like, sweet. I'm, my name's now, you know, Captain Professor <laughs> Knightley Sir McMahon the Third, right? I don't know. Anything they want, and you got to go with it. When when do you decide if you're being super accepting of everything? Yeah. You can't look them in the face and be like, "You're being a punk." You know, you have to be like, "Okay, if that's what you like." And this is where I'm going off on another tangent here. Remember how I had this dream? I think I told you about of switching into teaching, mostly so I could have summers off. So I like I quit my job, and become a teacher, have summers off. Yes. Teach something or work in a school system. You're not paying any attention. I know. You said you were. Yeah. I was, sorry. I mean, I know that you want to become a teacher so you can have your summers off. But Right. Yeah. <laughs> really so noble I've reason had, to become a teacher. But Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I've had 
every time I think about this, right, I have some conversations with teachers and school administration and this sort of thing. And it, no offense to all the teachers and administrators listening right now, it is mind numbing because they speak that way to other adults. Everything is so walking on eggshells. Oh, like everything yes. is is yes. just. I didn't not, know where you're going with this. Nothing can ever slip. Well, it's just like the being accepted. Whatever the kid says, you just roll with it. Everything gets rolled with. No, nothing. You can't. They can't punish anyone. They can't put anyone down. They yeah. can't like. You have an idea. It's always a fantastic idea. I mean, I don't know how they get away with grading homework. So the, oh, but, 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 you want to get into that a little bit? Like time out, <laughs> right? So two things. One, you know that they. Uh, um, yeah, my God, uh, all kinds of triggers going off over here. One, you you know the the, the school is not legally i think there's something like this they're not legally allowed to ask the child their birth name so you could go into class and say i'm queen of hugs and (laughs) and and that's what you have to call me and they have and they that there's a i have a poster from the trolls movie that's the first thing i it's hanging up right outside the room here so i queen of hugs and that it says queen of hugs that's from the trolls i did not know that was actually a no, that's a thing, right? So that's, so you'd have to call me, which is sort of ludicrous. And then you get into the grading thing. You know that there is, I think this is true in Oregon or maybe somewhere else, or maybe this is like a movement where teachers are not allowed to give failing grades <laughs> because they don't want the kids to be hurt. And yeah, now you can take, I can, we can take this a little bit farther. They are saying it is because it's equ- equitable and it started during the pandemic because, blah, 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 you know, people didn't have the same access to everything. I'm, I'm, I'm really broad brushing through all this, right. now, but right, they're right. continuing this policy. And some people are like, well, that's completely racist from the other way saying like, you are saying racist. that these, <laughs> that the underprivileged or, you know, the minority groups aren't capable of passing, so we can't fail them, right? So it's, it's, it's coming at the other group is coming at it from the other way. To me, like, if I, I don't, mm. we're, we're under dampened under everything. It's like, always yeah, say. we swing one way, and now maybe what's going to happen is we're going to swing into this authoritarian regime, which could happen. I don't know. And uh, we're just being uber regime. sensitive about Wait, what do you mean authoritarian regime? You think of it? Like the government? I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying we're being all touchy feely, accepting of everything right now, and ever it's gonna we're swinging oh. to one side, and then we're gonna swing wild to the other side. I didn't know if you were saying like we're now under the authoritarian regime with no. all the mandates, like you can't leave your no, house no. and you have to get a vaccine and you have to do this. No, I'm and, not saying that at all. I'm all for the vaccines and stuff. That makes sense. But it's very yeah. authoritarian. Not really, because they're eh, not mandating I mean, the vaccines. These at nurses all. made it. They are. Nurses oh, for government workers. Yeah, if you wanted that job, you got to get a vaccine. It's a big deal. No, not just government. They're not, not, not going to come into your house and say not you just have government have workers. You saw that like hundreds of thousands of maybe not hundreds of thousands, but tens, many many employees got laid off recently because nurses that had worked throughout the whole pandemic without the vaccine, and then all of a sudden now they don't have it. Now they're out of a job. So. Yeah, those are private employers. Just <laughs> like our employers don't allow us to bring oh my guns gosh, yeah, to the office. Yeah, that's fine, but don't tell me it's not authoritarian. It's not. It, you can always go out and get another job, right? 
it's authoritarian. You have to do it my way or not at all. That's like you're mandating. The, the consequences of an authoritarian government are different than the consequences of a private employer who <laughs> can dictate those types of I things. I mean, there was an executive order by Biden, who I believe is part of the government, who said that co- employees with employers. Employees with, of the employers government. Employers with oh, more okay, that no. with companies of more than 100 people were, were forced to. I don't know what happened to it, but that did happen. I know we oh. haven't been forced on it yet, I, but I know other companies are. Airlines are starting yeah. to do it. Nursings are starting to do it. I mean, uh, you know what? It's these are the decisions we have to make. And so you're I'm, you're cool with the authoritarian. Yeah, you're, you're all fine with authoritarian government. No, you're generalizing. I'm all for vaccine mandates. Mm. It's different than just any mandate. Well, right. You could mandate that I lop off one of my legs. Like that's a little different than requiring <laughs> me to get a vaccine. To you, you, it's not different for you. No, it's but pretty nuts. Uh, no, to, I mean, uh, to, it's different to you. Other people don't see it as the same. As different. That's because they're insane. But why they're not? <laughs> they're they're equating. I, I don't getting a <laughs> a helpful vaccine to lopping off one of their legs. Well, they just don't want to have their balls swell up. <laughs> This is not very productive. I know at all. it's not at this point, <laughs> but I don't. I don't necessarily agree with you that we're not heading towards an authentic. Every law would you could you could do you could think Wait, the same what? thing. Like we can't smoke in the office. Okay, how's that not repressing your rights? It is repressing my rights. You want to smoke in I the office? I don't want to. Rep- I don't want. Do you I want, want anyone free- else smoking in I the office? I want the freedom to be able to choose what I. <laughs> right. Do you want the person sitting next to you in the office smoking? You want them to have the freedom to smoke if next wants, to you in the why office? Why not? I don't know. Why not? <laughs> but you're cool with that. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. No, see, smoking's different. But but here we go. Ha- if smoking is very much okay, like. But yet, here we are, right? Go walk down yeah. around downtown, downtown crossing. You probably did when you went on your midnight bike ride, which we can get into. Who knows? You, I'm sure yeah. you smelled copious amounts of marijuana around. Okay. So do you think that's okay? Well, I... Th- do I think it's okay to smoke marijuana like in the office or in a restaurant? Uh, like out in public, on a street corner. <laughs> on a street corner? I mean, so we're getting nuanced here, right? See, and it's funny, there's a lot of parallels between the virus and the smoking stuff. Like, you want to be, you want to have the virus outdoors in an open space, not near people? Sure, have at it. You want to smoke outside, not near people? Like, you got to be kind of far away. Well, that's and, and it's very, yeah. it's very similar distances, I suppose. Like, you're six feet away from me and smoking, but you're blowing the smoke straight in my face. You, I'm going to get pissed, right? It's like a visible virus. So I, I, smoking has a lot of interesting parallels. But which is also one of the other parallels is like you're telling me this six feet thing is supposed to make a difference when I can se- smell the cigarette. When you can see smoke. Or the, yeah. Yeah, this, the campfire that my neighbor's having a half mile away. I know. You and your campfires. The, it's, oh. it, I'm believing what the scientists have said. It's more of the you know, droplets and stuff. So those things fall faster than the smoke that's wafting around. And oh, all right. smells are different. Oh, okay. than mo- smells are molecules, not whole like virus lumps or whatever you want to call them. I don't know. Okay. Um, olfactory. It's your nose. Anyway, so yes, there are definitely, you can't blanket sweeping say any kind of government ruling over anything is tyranny. Like, that's nuts. That's what they're there for. 
And then we need them for those things. Otherwise, people would be smoking in restaurants and just shooting each other left and right. Why? For- why can't the why can't the restaurant mandate? That's a fair question. Why can't the restaurant allow smokers? Or, and, or not allow smokers. I think there are some. Well, oh, actually, so. the re- there's an easy answer to that because of the employees. Oh. Well, then they don't have to work there. Uh, that's also true. So they'd have to hire only smokers or people that are okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, this is what I mean. This is – we could go on No, on. that's that's actually an interesting question. But like, um, you know, an airline, right? We used to have smoking airlines. You don't have to fly. You, but you say the same in reverse. Right? You don't have to fly, therefore the smokers cannot don't have to fly. Right. Yeah, it works both it's, ways. It's, the yes. disruption yeah. comes from the people <laughs> spreading both the smoke and yeah. the virus. Yeah. So the key is the reason for obviously the reason for forcing the vaccine everywhere is you don't know who's sick and who's not. And the best way to limit the spread is to vaccinate more people and and do your part, et cetera. It's like, think of it as uh, the World War II type things where everyone's turning in their cast iron pans to melt them down for bullets for shooting other people. So Is that what they were doing? Really? Oh, all kinds of stuff. I've scrap, got so yeah. many extra cast iron pans. I've got like <laughs> five of them. I only ever use one or two of them tops. Uh, I think mostly for making, maybe copper for making the jackets and stuff. Okay. Bullets would have been lead. Uh, look it up. But yeah. All right. Doing your part. That's the big thing. Be a community, society, work together. Yeah. Smoking's just a tad selfish, right? Because you're, you're, you know, flavor country and then you're exhausting all this nastiness. So do you, do you, do you feel the same way about marijuana smoke? If you're in the same situation, yes. If you're in a, in a closed place. Yeah. Where other people don't have a choice to depart. Yeah. Right. If you're on your own home, I don't care. If you're outdoors somewhere where you can be far away. I mean, generally speaking, yeah, you shouldn't be wandering around the streets smoking marijuana. All right. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the secondhand smoke isn't uh, as dangerous for the people. That's <laughs> also the – what? <laughs> it's more enjoyable. Yeah. No, no. It's not – it's like deadly, right? It doesn't cause – I have no idea. It's not filtered or anything, so it's like yeah, but know, it's not laced with chemicals. Tar, yeah, yeah, no, that's the chemicals, yeah. in the in the um, it's all natural. Anyways, yeah. So yeah. we're I don't know we're kind of all over the place tonight. Uh, uh, I don't know really how to off meet. the rails. Yeah, yeah. Well, so related to the the kid shenanigans, I got myself into wait, wait mostly some my before, my own daughter. What before we what? get off the subject? What? Like, so where did you leave it with your daughter? What do you think? Is there like follow up? No, that was up? it. All right. No, there's no, I mean, it's not conclusive. What actually, the one thing that I really think is a bad practice, as I think some parents and families do this, is that they give their kids these concrete answers to things. This is the way it is and the way it always should be, right? A man's a man, a woman's a woman. Leave it. That's all you need to know, right? And then off we go. Like, that's not constructive or flexible or allowing them to make their own conclusions I, where i left it off was you know maybe they think this maybe this is that but i really don't know and it just seems improbable that all the kids in your class but perhaps some of them are but we can't tell which one's which and you kind of have to just roll with it mm. so all right well that's good 
I'm gonna let me know when the, the teacher writes back and wants to let you know what's. <laughs> I just think I don't know. Can't wait for my daughter to change her name too. Yeah. Well, there's gonna be some sort of I like you said a pendulum is on one side. I think there's gonna be yeah, it's either gonna keep well, going the teacher, or we're at, but yeah, their teacher is from Spain and just moved here. And I don't know what kind of uh, hardcore education system Spain may or may not have. Yeah. I haven't met the teacher yet, so we'll see. I'll bring it up with her in our parent-teacher conference. Huh. You really will? Well, uh, yeah, I'll come at it from a different angle, but please call me Mr. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> she won't get the joke. Yeah. I have to think of something more pertinent to uh, Spanish culture. Hmm. Uh, no, I won't be snarky about it, but I'll ask. All right. That's interesting. I'm gonna follow. And I think she'll that. give me some super diplomatic teacher response. Oh yeah, that's the thing, right? That won't. Right. I just I feel and bad for the all... teachers because they have to deal with so much. Like, I want to call it BS, but it's not BS to the people, right? But it's so much. Yeah. It's so much extra. Let me just say extra, right? It's it's not it's extra. They want to teach math, and they're having to deal with gender issues and oh, vaping, and you know that kind Everything. of like, you know emotional teenagers when they're just like, Hey, I want to teach you the quadratic equation over I here. I just want to show you just yeah. listen. I mean, it's the same with coaching. Everything's the same. Yeah. Anytime you're dealing with these kids. Yeah. So on that note, right. So I organized this winter soccer team for indoor. Oh, sure. So my yeah. daughter could get some more practice. I thought it would be a good idea. Mostly because a friend of mine does it for the boys. And I was like, that's a great idea. I got to do it with the girls. And, um, I almost say boys and girls cause I have a boy and a girl. I apologize. What do you mean? For the kids. <laughs> but the leagues are split by boy and girl. And I was talking about that with her as well. Anyway, so off <laughs> back to the subject. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it very quickly it evolved into this. Uh, That's why this still... is such a thing, right? Because we right. have divided, like you said. We have. Yes. We divided on boys and girls. Yeah. But I said I, outright, <laughs> that's because boys have more testosterone than girls and it gives them an unfair advantage in the athletics. So. It's better if we split them up, but well, um, it's I mean, it's not the it's athletics, not unfair. it's the yeah. it's not, <laughs> you uh, it's it was created, we were you know, evolved or created, however you want to get into God stuff. No, uh, no, we're getting into like roles and supporting each other and and being compatible with each other. Oh, I see, so right? You think actually, that's a good question. So, you think dudes have testosterone? Because they're the hunters. Well, that's what evolutionary science says. Oh yeah, yeah, that could be right. And then, but then, why would the women not have testosterone? They do have some. I mean, they get muscles and stuff, but because they they have the, um, or is it just a consequence of estrogen? For yeah, does it ruin stuff? Is, is there a chance that we'd evolve to a like a hormone that that doesn't because if, if women take testosterone, then it messes up their women-y stuff, right? Right. Yeah. So is there a chance that we can evolve so that women can also be giant muscle-bound freaks and still have women-y stuff? <laughs> what? I mean... You see what I'm saying? Are you like, not... Why this didn't is happening, they evolve to right? be both? Why didn't they evolve to be both? Well, that's where we could get into creationism versus evolution because they different role. I mean, this is... All no. animals. Like... You look at the not just humans, right? This is yeah the lion, the male. Oh no, but sometimes there's the female does all the like the lions. Stuff. The female lions do all the hunting and everything, right? Yeah, but who eats first? 
Yeah, it's we were reading about this because yeah, the Lions Club posted about yes. it, and then, and then I thought it was the lo- club for lions because it was just <laughs> about lions. And, Wait, don't people go to this club? Right, but why do they eat first? <laughs> you actually, quote, I don't know because they have to because they're responsible for the defense, which is like if you have a weak male, if you have a weak male lion, the whole uh, yeah. the whole crew is yeah. done. Right. So, and I know this is just the lions and there's all kinds of exceptions in the animal kingdom. So please write right. in and at dads and dads being dads and give us examples of exceptions. We are, but I think this is, where, this is where I sort of, I bristle at some of this stuff. And when we start to erase the genders and I think we have to celebrate both aspects and we have to not take that's away. That's fair. From- no, I think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. The, it's celebrating the gender roles, yeah. as in their evolutionary roles, is is a thing that maybe is uh, at least worth acknowledging exists. I mean, being a mom is no picnic, right? As as no. birthing and all that stuff, like it's hard work, but it's also like rewarding for those that want to do it and partake and and be a mother mm-hmm. and stuff, right? Uh, anyways, we we can go on and on about this. I feel like we're turning this into like Joe Rogan show or something. Um, why, why Joe Rogan? What? Man, yeah, I got I got a bottle of vermectin over here. You want some? Vermectin, vermectin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe Rogan. So, <laughs> I mean, there is some merit to some of what Joe Rogan says, but you know, see, a broken clock's so, right twice a day too, right? So I started this, this, this organizing this indoor. You say enough team. words. Go on, right? Yeah, indoor soccer. Indoor soccer. And I sent the email out to like 20 girls, parents, and said, you know, we're going to, I want to do this thing. Here's what it is. It costs, et cetera. Start getting replies. Sweet. Okay. We got this many. I need a few more, blah, blah, blah. So I get up to 11. I cut it off. Six on six. I'm going to do a, a roster of 11. That's all I'm going to handle. 11 is a few- number. Why not 12? Why not just switch them all? Because I'm not switching the goalie because you got to switch oh, them live. Oh. All right, all right, all right. Right? Okay, you good. see? Okay, yeah, that makes uh, sense. Good, good, good math. It's logical. Good yeah. work, yeah. In, in indoor <laughs> soccer, you got to switch them live. They don't stop the play. For it's the like hockey, yep. Over, yeah, the, over, hockey. The, over the wall. <laughs> well, we go through the gate. I yeah. go over the wall. In fact, they, they yell at you if you go over the wall. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they want you to go through the gate. But then you hit the ground running. I always used to love going over the uh, wall when I, I played hockey. But go on. So... I get one mom who writes back and says, hey, my daughter wants to play. And I'm like, ooh, you know, that would be 12. I'm not doing 12. And I even asked my buddy. I'm like, I, I, you know, I got one more that wants to play. I hate saying no. He's like, you have to say no. Roster's full. I'm like, okay. Sorry, back. I'm like, well, 11 is all I can handle. 12 is too many, you know, for me. me, And I got to manage them and blah, blah, blah. Like, well, I'll give you a call, though, if there's, if we're short. How's that? Does that work out or for the next session? You can be an alternate. Yeah. I get a reply. Hi, Randy. Unfortunately, Beatrice's, I gave her a new name because they didn't like their old name, disabilities. Unfortunately, Beatrice's disabilities really don't lend for being successful with unexpected transitions or changes in her schedule. I don't think an on-call opportunity would work well for her. Thanks again for your consideration. Have a great session. Disabilities. Oh, boy. So, I've got a kid. She's psyched to throw her kid at me for. And now I feel like I'm being insensitive. She's going to throw her kid into this session with a new coach, new team, new kids. I'm going to certainly be giving instruction, and her disability makes her unsuccessful with unexpected transitions. What are you trying to do to me over here? So I, I. I'm feeling good about this one. I feel like I dodged a bullet. I feel shameful joy, right? It's bad and good. I feel good 
that I missed out on this opportunity. I feel bad because now it's like they missed out on this opportunity or something, right? It's like, how do you support everyone? It's real difficult. I was talking to my wife about this a little bit tonight. I'm like, it's, the more coaches we have, the better. I love having like four or five coaches on a team because we can all just go off and do – We can just one-on-one or get pair girls and just do a whole bunch of Maybe. little specific things with them. It's great. I love it. If we're all on the same page, it can work well. So whatever reason, it this season for soccer, we have had more cases of people signing up late Three weeks into the season, hey, I want to play soccer. Can I join a team? And um, I I was always of the opinion, yeah, sign them up, figure it out, right? And then I became, and then I then I ran the running club at my kid's school, and Uh, this was, and then I was like, I have given you enough time to sign up. Every time you ask to sign up, you throw off everything, right? Yeah, we have numbers, we've got it sorted out, we've got the planning done, we have whatever we needed, we have all the materials, we have the soccer balls or the pennies or whatever it is. And now you, I have to do it all over again. And then I have to yep. do it all over again. And then I have to do it all over again. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is why we have a registration period, right? So uh, I've sort of come around on this to be like, registration yep. period is registration period. If you first 11, and, and if they were like, if you, okay, so fine. Maybe if it's like, I have 11 and they didn't even get a chance to read the email yet, then you're like, eh, maybe we have. Well, that's too bad. That happened at. Practice. Some of the girls sort of talking about it. They're like, "Oh, are you going to play in the winter soccer?" I'm like, Shh, "Let's not oh, make this yeah, thing because not everyone responded." Yeah, <laughs> and I I grabbed some girls. I grabbed some older girls. Yeah, from oh. the older division as well. Yeah. So not everyone. Plus, the team I'm coaching now is uh thirteen. It's thirteen girls. So they wouldn't have all fit anyway. Even though I asked all of them and some older girls. So I got most of our team. Yeah. Um. But certainly, some of the parents who don't read their emails very frequently, yeah. if at all, didn't see it and didn't respond. And and the girl, the, one of the girls they were talking to and asking, had no idea what they were talking about. So, is that unfair? It's just the way uh, I don't know. Crumbles. It's impossible to make everything fair, right? Are you going to have everybody you have till Friday, and I'm going to take, I'm then I'm going to do a lottery, right? <laughs> I'm not doing that, right? Yeah, That's, you could. I mean. You could do that, uh, but certainly, get who's getting their name put in that lottery first is my own kid because that's the whole reason well, why I'm doing this. Right well, I'm that's, not going to not draw her name yeah. out of it. And that's the other thing where I'm like, listen, I have eleven of the fifteen girls. I have three extra. Do you want to start a team of your own? Do you want to volunteer? Yeah. I don't have time for that. I just can't. I'm too I'm busy. Done. Well, guess what? I'm busy too, right? Like, <laughs> I what? I almost made that response because I had several more parents reply after yeah. that. I'm like, hey, I got. You know, I got like four girls that still want to play. Yeah. It'd be fairly easy for you to go recruit a bunch more and yeah. start your own team. Or you could, uh, if you had four, then you got 15, it's six on the side. You could even, I mean, and that, you could even have girls on two teams. And I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. every sort of permutation then becomes more work for you. More the, work. The right. leader person. In fact, right, exactly. And I totally, I'm totally on board with that. And when my buddy responded, he said, no. Just yeah. say the roster's full. I'm like, oh, it's such a sigh of relief because for a minute I'm going to be like, okay, we'll make it work. And then I would just been in just straight hell yeah. as shuffling. Who's going to be there and who's not? Oh, great. There's 14 girls here today. How do I sub you out? Everyone gets to play for two and a half minutes. Oh, that sucks too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, so, man. Yeah. 11's perfect. 
We'll be short a few for some games. Some are going to Disney's. One has an injury that's recovering. Ski season. Ski COVID. <laughs> Ski season, yeah. It's all good. Right. It's perfect. 11 is the cap. I'm, I'm going to be a hard ass about it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, that's good. That's good until you're like, uh, I only have five this week. Anybody else want to play? <laughs> you have to pay $20 co sign up fee you for pay, you, you pay stupid this person. Teamworks, whatever. <laughs> That's uh, right. You gotta register a membership, 20 bucks. Yeah. I put that stuff right up front so they would know what they had to pay for. Yeah. yeah that's good. Um, yeah. Huh. Yeah. We're going, we're know. going over to, uh, Millworks, I think. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We did a bit of that too. I don't know. I kind of was. The, the teamworks thing is just, it's, it's too far removed from the game of soccer. It's just enough far, just far enough removed from the game of soccer that the coach doesn't like it. He's like the walls and just not enough people and he's all, oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. I think when they're younger, um, it's kind of fun because it's like, it's a faster game, right? It's faster and they have to really concentrate on passing the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's because as soon as they get into just booting it upfield, they give it away. Yeah. And nothing good happens. So they right. got to they got to focus on possession. That's all. And so to me, it's more like a mini game. There's it's yeah. a it's a okay. section of the field like soccer always is, right? Somebody's standing around, and four or five players are working together in some section of the field. Yeah, and the rest of them are kind of waiting for the play to come to them. So this is just the entire game is like that. It's just on a small field. And it's moving anyway. Yeah, Important good. soccer talk. Yeah, fun thought. Got a couple of mails. I'll go ahead into those. Uh, Chris writes in, you want to do some goofy town hall thing? I'll be there. All right. Thank you. All right, Chris. Uh, nice. That's three. Uh, no, I think I've, I think we're up five. That's okay. Um, yeah. Hopwood. Um, yeah. This is a spam. Yeah. We got like four or five. I forget. Peter. Hopwood, Chris, uh, I, I think this is a yes here. You can, I'm going to read this one to you. This is from, you can guess. Uh, I just remembered Randy's challenge to us listeners. Well, I heard while out running a week or so ago, I'd be happy to join in the make a minion, M-I-N-Y-A-N in quotes for a group chat or to be sure it's not an acronym. Yeah, because it's in lowercase. Or to be a guest on the podcast, you know I have the necessary equipment. What? Who's that's the email? <laughs> oh, he doesn't mean like equipment. No. See, I turned this into a yeah. gender thing. See, yeah, you it's have like only dad's projecting. No, jeez. Oh yeah, that's right. In front of the show, Holly wants to join in also. Uh, <laughs> and then, P.S. The quote: Ten men are the deadly minions of the villain in Trenton. Did he spell it M I N Y A N? Yeah, that's a Jewish thing. Oh, really? In Judaism, a minion oh. is the quorum of ten Jewish adults required for certain religious obligations. Oh, it's today years old. So now we're creating a minion. Well, he's Jewish, but he's, so he's oh. making a Jewish joke. Oh. But I think it happens because we said 10 people. We did, yeah. But can we say minion or is that appropriation in, 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 in <laughs> well, an appropriate way? I think it was interesting that he said that we would know that he... Of 10 the- Jewish adults required for certain <laughs> religious... That's amazing. And, and, and in Judaism, a minion 
Is a quorum of ten? Yeah, so we're cre- we need a minion. All right, we need a mi- we need a minion. <laughs> Except we're the only- we only meet half the qualifications. There's ten of us. Yeah, the most common activity is public prayer. I don't know that we'll be doing that. Uh, but in- according to the term minion in contemporary Judaism, is taken on the second. Dairy meaning of referring to a prayer shift. Okay, well, yeah, and we'll, we'll call it a virtual minion. We need a minion to have a virtual minion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think we're starting to be a little disrespectful at this point. Um, okay, but then, oh. See, I don't understand. Then then there's a PFO script, and it says the ten, the quote, ten men are the yep. deadly minions, M-I-N-I-O-N, of the villain in Trenton Lee Stewart's series, quote, The Mysterious Benedict Society. Well, that's a title, I guess. I don't Now he's just making puns on the Ten Men thing. So let's just move on. Um Do you know do you is these all like in, like inside jokes here? No, no, you that's guys? just how he talks. I think this is just how his brain works. <laughs> this is front right. of the show Mike Richters. Yes, thank he you. He wrote But he's running about now. He's super biker guy. I, I like know. You. Congratulations on the running there, Michael. That's, a, or that's is what it, I was focusing on as well. Or is it because his bicycle broke? No, he doesn't own a car. Oh. So bicycle better still work. All right. Um, yeah, no motor coaches for them. Motor coach free family. At all. No, zero motor coaches. Zero. Well, how does he go on a ski to the ski chalet? He doesn't go to ski chalets. Just me. I'm the only one that does that. But how does he... How... I, I, I'm like, I can't comprehend. Like, he never travels outside of biking distance? Well, you could rent a car. Oh, all right. Or take a train. But how do you get to the train? You ride your bike. Duh. Well, what if you have luggage? You take your cargo bike. (laughs) But then you just leave your cargo bike at the train station? I got Do you leave your motor coach there? I got in this discussion with someone in the office. The chain's not going to rust. Who... Whole just wholesale does not believe that I would go to the supermarket with my bike. I'm like, I literally will show you pictures of it. Here's a picture of my bike and the groceries. Like, yeah, but you can't fit like all your groceries. I'm like, here's a literal picture of the cart overflowing with groceries, and here's a picture of the bike with the groceries, and the cart is empty. Yeah, but I do a lot of shopping. Is it more than a cart? No, not usually. Here is a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Like, are you pushing two carts out the door at the end of your shopping trip? Uh, I don't. I've I've not been there very often, but I think we have done that. You've probably done it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that's an indication of a large family or not enough shopping trips. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Hmm. Two carts. What point in the trip around the store do you be like? Let's say we got to go back for. <laughs> Other cart, or do you load the car up and then go back in and fill it up again? Wait, what? With the two do you carts, check out with one cart and then go back in the store. No, that's for... insanity. Why would I can't even? What? I mean, it's only bad if you got cold items and then put them in the car. Maybe I would do all the warm, you know, the non-cold. That's items. That's why the cold Maybe. items are at the end. Have you ever grocery shopped before? I always go to the wrong end of the store, and they're not at the at the market basket in our town, the new one. The dairy items are in aisle one. What? The the milk and dairy and cheese, the cool, the refrigerator items yeah. are in aisle one. And then the freezer items are in the last aisle. The ice cream, which is very important. Yeah. You know what's super amazing now, though? They actually sell ice cream in one-gallon tubs. That's been like that for a long time. Has it? Well, yeah. we just discovered them. Okay. It's amazing. But it's not very really good, though, is it? 
We eat a lot of ice cream. I'm not that discriminating in the ice cream flavors. Oh, yeah. It's cheap. Yeah. And, it, and it's a lot. You're eating go- garbage ice cream, though. How do you get the <laughs> good flavors? Don't care. It is garbage. I sprinkle chocolate chips on it, and it's all good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we I, I count, counted two more. Now I think we have someone from Australia, someone from Canada, someone from or Hopwood. Where is he? Richard Hopwood? Yeah. Isn't he like in Iowa or something? Oh, I thought somebody – I thought – who was in Australia? No, no, I thought that was Hopwood. I don't know. Yeah, I thought Hopwood was overseas. I'd like to apologize. And I'd also t- like to take this opportunity to p- extend um, a thank you, a shout out to Andrew, last name starts with a W, for um, supporting my Pan Mass Challenge efforts. Andrew and starts Andrew. with a W. Do we know who that is? I just didn't want to say his full name. But you do know. Well, yeah, I'm looking at it. It's typed right in front of me. Well, I don't know. It could be those donation things are always, you don't have to. Uh, oh, no. I, as you can see in the notes, I have his address and oh, all kinds of stuff. On the notes, I'm not looking at the notes. I don't ask me why I pasted his address into the notes, yeah. but I did. And then I was looking at his house on Google Street View. Oh, oh sure enough. That's amazing, though. That's great that, see, <laughs> I had like a. <laughs> You know how happy this makes me? Because I was like feeling a little bit bad today. I'm like, we have like three people that have said they would join this stupid. Th-. I'm like, we have three <laughs> listeners for real. Like, like people I know. No, they just don't want to join. I know, but like, do we really only have like five, six? But this person has never written in. I don't think. No, I don't think. But they uh, made a quite a large donation to my yeah. pan mass challenge. Right? So Which that's is amazing. Great. Uh. Yeah, so I I very much appreciate that. It's huge. Yeah. And so does uh, Dana Farber and, and uh, you know, all those uh, people suffering with cancer. Uh, it's, there's a lot of lurkers out there, if you don't know that, right? I post see, silly I things on that. Facebook all the time, right? And then I get people, like, texting me. This happens all the time. I, I, oh, you mean lurkers? Like, yeah, well, see, here's the other thing. I, re- I resurrected the Twitter account, right? I yeah. got in. I tweeted a couple mm-hmm. times. Not, I got zero interaction, zero, not oh, even like the yeah. random, like, a, like advertisement bot service that wanted to like the post. And usually when I've ever been like, I'll post something on Facebook like once every other year, I'll get everybody will like it because it's like, oh, he's back. And then I think the algorithms bubble that to the top. Oh, maybe. So I kind of figured that this would have gotten bubbled like, oh, it's back, like, accounts alive again. Maybe, I don't know. Didn't happen. No, no, no. We need we need some advice from an influencer or something. Some kind of, uh, <laughs> um, uh, they're going to charge us. We don't have any f- funds. So. <laughs> there's whole services for it. There's stuff. Uh, yeah, you were going to say there's lurkers. There's lurkers. I, I, well, this could segue into another story. We were prepping for. I'll make this short. We Armageddon? were prepping. We we didn't do Preppers? the Pan Mass ride this year. We didn't do the full one. What we were going to do is the Boston Marathon was on Monday, a couple days ago, yesterday, and there's a bike ride that follows the marathon route that we've done once before, but it happens at midnight. Street sweepers go out and all this kind of stuff. And so that kind of gives it a different flavor, you know, because you got to ride in the middle of the night. 26 miles, not a big deal, but to spice it up, we ride from our house, then ride the route, and then ride home, which makes it about 75 and it takes, you know, five, six hours. Uh, so, you know, you get home at four in the morning kind of thing because marathon route. Anyway, 
So Sunday, my wife and I were planning on doing this, and I was doing all the last-minute prep and tuning up the bikes and loading them with food and gear and tools just in case because there's no support. As you do. As you do. And my wife comes around the corner of the shed holding her hand in her other hand with some towels and things, stricken look on her face and says, uh, I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> right. Which I'm expecting most most days because she's using power tools quite often. I'm, and one of these days I'm expecting her to carry one of her arms up the stairs from the basement and be like, I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> Gosh, um, that's awful. It's <laughs> true. So... The damage was minor, full disclosure right away. She was not using power tools. She was using pruning shears to do some last-minute yard work, because why not, while we're prepping to leave at 9, 10 p.m. And she managed to put her pinky in the way of the pruning shears that, that are going through, like, you know, branches ah! that are in, inch across, right? Yeah. That, that they're handheld shears. Like, she squeezed them in one hand, but they're very, they were brand new, very sharp. <laughs> and... Didn't you already see the pictures? Like, yes. It's okay. Queasy. So she jammed her pinky in the shears. Yeah. And, but she had it all wrapped up. And I said, uh, I said, I'm going to have to look at it. Right. She's all, we got to go to the hospital. I'm like, you settle down, right? You're not going to die. You're fine. <laughs> how do you know? Because she just cut her pinky. Yeah, but how do you know it wasn't like off the way you talk? Well, then, then she still wouldn't die. I was actually expecting it to be off. <laughs> and so let me take a look. Yeah. And I unfold it. I'm like, all right, well, it's still on. <laughs> Gosh. So you're going to be okay, right? You know, right? I'm like, you're going to be okay. Probably need some stitches. We'll figure this out. And this is the thing, right? So the patient, you got to be real calm. Anyway, the long yeah. story short here, because what I meant to say was I posted some of this information on Facebook, not the picture. You did put the picture. But of her, not the gross picture. I didn't put the gross picture. I think she did. Oh, you put a picture um, on Slack or something then? That yes. gross picture? Oh, yeah. That was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> And then immediately I had like a bunch of people send me texts, right? They don't reply to the Facebook thing. They send me texts. How's Julie doing? Is she okay? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> They're lurking, right? They're looking at what's happening all the time, but they don't comment. Yeah. They never, they never say anything. They never reply. I have a self-imposed policy. Yeah. Because you've gotten in trouble or something, right? No, I, I get, I just, my, it's it worked my, up my own safety and my own. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to finish out that story, we stupidly went to the emergency room. I guess if you have an urgent care center, I guess that's the thing to do. What I really, if it was me, if I had, if I had, uh, lop my pinky near but off. Wasn't in, it a Friday? It was Sunday night. It was Sunday. I urgent care wouldn't be it open. It was. Yeah, it was Sunday afternoon. Yes, yeah. the urgent care won't be open. It was. I think it was oh, open. Oh, really? We didn't check. Um, I, I would have just stitched it up myself or slapped some. I think I could have. Pinch that together with some butterfly tape. Would have been all good. No way, dude. Yeah, so I no. did it on my shin. My shin was fine. Oh, your shin. Listen. Big slice. I, I don't mean to diminish my wife's pain, but we spent five hours in that friggin' emergency room. It was ridiculous. We finally got a room. Stuck us in a room. We were in that room for like two hours, I think. Uh, we took a nap. We took a nap in the hospital bed. Fell asleep. We both fell asleep. Ugh. And then uh, she got five stitches, and one of them broke that, almost immediately. Wait, that was it? Five for that yeah, cut? Five. Yeah, they were kind of far apart. There probably should have been more. What? I, 
I'm not going to – I don't think they were the best doctor in the world, if I'm being frank. Sunday night on a holiday weekend. But you get what you get, right? Don't get upset. You don't get upset. He, he stuck five stitches in there. One of them broke as soon as we got home, so we butterfly taped it anyway. Uh, And now she's at class wrestling tonight, so that's great. Huh. That's great. Makes a lot of sense. Oh, she's wrestling with it? She actually yeah. went. She went. You said that she went. Oh, my gosh. No, she right. did. Yeah. <laughs> but she didn't go on the bike ride, so I went by myself and rode all night. That was fun. Yikes. So you did. You went by yourself. You didn't connect with any other group? No. People annoy me. You, you, know, drove, the, the, you rode your bike all night long for 70 miles with 75. nobody else. Yeah. Oh, 75. <laughs> with nobody <laughs> else just for that. <laughs> what? You paused. In fact, I spent the whole night listening to uh, Obama's book, which <laughs> near the end, the last uh, about the last twenty miles, it <laughs> started to push me over the edge. I'm like, I can't take this. Oh my god! You know, around three in the morning or something. I was like, I had enough. Not because he was terrible or anything, but because it was just well, the too yeah, too much, too much facts and figures. The biology. And- I mean. The- Biologies. The bi- bi- biographies are can be too much sometimes. Those, yeah. those self help books or biographies or the not the the this is I very much get this wrong. The nonfiction ones, right? Right. Too much. You this can is, have too much right. fiction. It was too much reality. Yeah. Too much realness. Yeah. It was. This was very much just an accounting of his presidency and all the things that happened. Right there. There wasn't even too much uh, editorializing. It was just. And this happened, and we tried this, and all these things, and these people said this, and we thought this, and like, okay, time for music. I'm going to run into a tree pretty soon. <laughs> there, yeah. So uh, on the marathon route, there were a lot of people, but I don't know. In the middle of the night? Yeah. Well, because they, they all, they go, oh, other people oh, do oh, it. Oh, it's oh, a, oh, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's what I was saying. You saw nobody, and you were 70 miles on your bike? I saw people oh. for the marathon part of the route. The mil- midnight ride was just, was more than you. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In fact, they, they even, they blockade the finish line and everything. Oh, really? Like, so they don't let motor vehicles through once they start setting up the finish line. Okay. Yeah. But they let people in. So there's, there's all kinds of cops out there, like, all night. Oh yeah, probably probably related to the uh, the marathon bombing and stuff, but yeah. But once they set up the finish line, you can't drive through there anymore because they have a divider in the middle, and right. someone would definitely right. just run right into it. Uh, but you can go, you can go in there, you know, without a car, mill around, take pictures of yourself at the finish line. Yeah. Okay. All that good stuff. That's cool. But then, and did you, know, you stop? There, did you stop at the finish line, like? Take a picture yeah. of yourself. Oh, you did. Okay, so there's. I, some... I stopped and had some snacks, and you know, oh, okay. so I, I, I can't just ride 75 miles without having snacks and stuff. I mean, you can, but it's dumb. Hmm. Uh, brought my water, and, and so yeah, it was, it was okay. I mean, it was good. It was, it was a fun ride. And to be frank, when I do the pan mass ride and stuff, I'm usually <laughs> riding by myself as well. It's hilarious uh, that you say. To be frank, you said it in the last or the one I was listening to also. Oh yeah. To be frank, yeah, and the way you say it's funny. All well, right. that's my new name. I'm going to be Frank. Yeah. This is Randy. He's <laughs> I'm Jason. He's Randy. His name is Frank. Right. <laughs> no, I'm not Randy. <laughs> his name is Frank. That's my joke. He's Randy, and his name is. Oh, Frank. hilarious. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? How much more of this boring biking story do you want to hear? None. Though? 
Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. You got back safe. Like, I know there was some, like, falling asleep on the bicycle last year. Mm, last year? Or two years ago when you did it. You said your well, wife, my wife yeah, struggled asleep. a little yeah. bit. So do you think... Yeah, I got back fine, kept at the pace, no big deal. So you, you think know. this was self-imposed? What do you mean? The, oh, do I think she tried to lop off her own finger to... Well, you know, she was all like, I'm still going to go. I'm like, oh, no, really? you're not. No, because then she'd be with me. And this is what I'd tell him. Like, listen, don't take this the wrong way. Yeah. But you're going to get on your bike. We're going to get like two hours into this, three hours yeah. into this. As far away from home as possible. And you're going to be like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Right. And then what? Then what do I do? Yeah. What? <laughs> then I'm done too. And that's the problem. <laughs> the problem with the... um. When you, well, yeah, especially when you get hurt like that, when you're end up in the hospital, hurt when you're hurt like that, the adrenaline's going. You, you, yeah. uh, you, you get tired, and you're like, I don't even know how oh, I'm yeah. so tired. You know what I mean? But it's it's, it's throbbing. She's like, oh, I don't use my pinky on the bike. I'm like, it's gonna throb the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just gonna hurt. You still use your, you're gonna squeeze something with it, and yeah, right. So it was unfortunate, but that's uh, so it goes. Well, and I asked the doctor. The doctor said I had a lot of questions. Jumping on the bed. What? Well, I had a lot of questions for the doctor because I was explaining on the way over there to keep her mind occupied. <laughs> I said, you know, I think if you had lopped it completely off, I don't think they would sew it back on. <laughs> She's like, this isn't helping. I'm like, no, I'm serious. If you if you cut off your pinky, like right at the base or any part of it. This isn't the movies. The doctors aren't going to take it from a bucket of ice and sew it back on for you. It's junk. You're toast. They're just going to cap the end of it and send you on your way. She's like, no, they wouldn't. Absolutely. A pinky? A pinky. Uh, probably, and so I, I, asked, probably I asked you, the, but I asked the doctor. I was like, <laughs> so same question. He's like, oh, yeah. No, we almost never sew anything back on. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. What do you mean? He's like, yeah, you really only need two fingers, like what? your thumb. And, and one finger. Oh, right? really? So if you, if you lop your thumb off, we'll sew that back on because that's important. Huh. Yeah. Because you need to have something, you need to have opposable things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need like one other finger. He's like, that's it. You don't really need your other fingers. So if you lop off all your fingers, we'll sew one back on. If you lop your thumb off, we'll sew that back on. But if you chop off like your pinky and your ring finger or something, they're going right in the garbage. Huh. Wow. Really? It's too. It's too much work. It's like all these little microsurgery and recovery and little finger exercises for the rest of your life. It's going to hurt probably all the time when it gets rainy or something, right? Just cut it off. I'm done. Wow. The lesson is don't don't, don't put the pruning shears around your finger. But she cut it the long way, it looks like. Yeah, she did. Very strange. Okay. I don't know. And then she's out there the next day yeah. finishing up the work she was doing, like holding the thing with her hand in the – what are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. So, <laughs> well, I'm sort of struggling with the same thing, so I can relate because I'm like, I'm looking. I was supposed to get all this stuff done this weekend, and uh, we had. Hmm, I'm, I'm looking at the time. I'm looking at we have another real email, and I have a whole other thing about my weekend. Oh, uh, why didn't you tell me about the email like an hour ago? Because we, you you pivoted onto the injury story. We had a lot to talk. My moose just recorded a two hour show. Or Why'd sh- you let me? No, we can't do that. Okay, yeah, no, we should. We we should have cut off the soccer. Is what we should do. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to. Uh, we'll have to cue the music.
Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.